because I think that's the highest standards because they're so hot. All the police people, like the police, I couldn't believe it. Everyone, you don't have like fat policemen and like the standard, you know, like chubby, donut eating policemen. I have never seen in Switzerland. That's interesting. I'm wondering how conscious this is uh, to really hire uh, attractive people. Uh, I imagine it's easier for attractive people to defuse the situation. Also to get more information because that police officer, if she asked me anything, I'll tell her. Right. Oh, she's yeah. like, is the guy on the third floor selling weed? I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, they sell a lot. And I have some if you want, like, you know, want to join there. I said, oh, you have some. I was like, yeah, yeah. She's like, how much? And then, like, she could ask me anything. And I'll tell her. So I had in Japan, I had many. But this was the one that really marked, like, oh, shit. I need to take care of myself. Yeah. Oh, well. It was really nice. So it was also eye-opening, even if you had your eyes closed and you were crying. Even if they're Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> I want to come with like comic relief to your beautiful like story. Comic relief. <laughs> I don't know. I thought this podcast is supposed to be funny. So no, I'm this trying. podcast is supposed to be us having fun. <laughs> it's, there's gonna be a big change in my life. Uh, Damn, man! You know what's not gonna change in your life? Yeah, you, being yeah. my friend. Wow, this is so great. I, st I stayed there at this old lady Dude, place I that just that. spoke Italian and it was so beautiful. In the morning, uh, she asked me to pick some trees from uh, from her, uh, some f uh, apricot from Africa. her uh, tree. Yeah, so I had to climb the ladder to go on top of garage and just pick. <laughs> and she had a broomstick and she was pointing exactly at the ones I should pick, <laughs> not the other <laughs> ones. Nice. So it was such a lovely moment. And nice. then we shared breakfast. The random shit, dude. Random stuff yeah. is great. So if you're randomly came up to this episode it was meant to be welcome everybody we have a bigger bigger mics today welcome to brolish the podcast where we have a bigger mics <laughs> welcome to brolish the podcast where uh we have to hold the mics with two hands because they're big now yeah we are moving away from the stage mics we are moving on to the podcasting mics uh, we take it seriously, our job. And by job, I mean podcasting. <laughs> How are you doing? And leave us a comment below. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I, I checked our first episode and at the beginning I, I asked like, can you guys write at the bottom and tell me, tell us like how we should write Wukash names? And like we had suggestions. Yeah, we had two comments last time I checked. Uh, from two of my friends and they got their interpretations yeah. from two listeners i should say yeah uh, it was wukash with like uh, a <laughs> dollar signs which is your rapper name yeah that's that's the my rapper stage name a rapper stage name well we just started and i'm already like creating mess because i have to pick it up like uh our sponsor give me a second This podcast is not sponsored by Eltone Mate, Mate, but we wish it was. <laughs> so please, <laughs> if you want to sponsor, our 60 viewers would love to, to drink Mate. 
Cheers. So podcasts are about sponsoring, yeah? Getting the sponsoring deals. Yeah, not ours. <laughs> <laughs> Our podcast is about having fun. That's true. I'm having fun. Editing. Uh. Oh, yeah. How's that going, man? Oh, it's going great. Uh, yeah. It means I have to listen to the things we are talking about and trying to make a short recap at the beginning of the video. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Those are being done cool. Like, I think people like it. I like it. Yeah. So I... Uh, yeah, because of listening to it, I figure out uh, how we can improve. And uh, one area of improvement is uh, just me sitting like this and having my legs on the floor rather than on the sofa. Why? Because I don't like the way I look when I have my legs on the sofa. Because because it, it, it reduces the audio quality uh yeah yeah then i speak way more quietly so are you saying that you should talk you should be more grounded when talking on our podcast <laughs> yeah you should be more grounded you should so. think like are you are you thinking about your dad saying you should have your feet on the ground wukash yeah don't uh, keep your head in the clouds you know yeah <laughs> keep your feet on the ground and your head below the clouds and I, and I say, but ah, there is a fog here. What am I doing now? And uh, yeah, and that's how the Swiss uh, came up with the bunkers because you can fight from, uh, hide from fog there. This is a pretty cool, this is a pretty cool concept. You know, like wh what's so interesting there, Wukas, that you cannot look at me when you talk? Uh, it's, uh, oh, I'm just looking at uh, how much I'm speaking because I realize sometimes I'm not speaking loudly enough. Yeah, but do you, do you realize that the podcast is with me, not with the monitor, right? That's true, that's true. But <laughs> I, have, I have this thing when I talk to people that sometimes when I look at them, I get distracted. So it's harder for me to formulate oh, thoughts. because I'm so pretty? Ah, maybe that's <laughs> it. <laughs> right, for the last three minutes, I was just looking uh, there, not at you. Very good, yeah, indeed. And I feel like finally I was the one doing the talking, unlike all the other podcasts. No, uh, the others we did better. Yeah, we did. The last two uh, well, episodes, no, the last three episodes, we already worked on being more balanced. That's true, but then when I'm doing the editing, I get more, uh, I get too... Uh, yeah, two, uh, how do you call it? Uh, audio two tracks. Uh, two audio tracks, yeah. And uh, your track always has the majority of uh, of things. You see? Yeah. So, Which today, makes, uh, so today we're going to do Brolish podcast, but just Lish. Uh, yeah, today just Lish. Uh, no bra. No bras, zillions uh, in the podcast. Hello everyone, it's a Lish podcast from Polish, from the Brolish podcast, the podcast that you happen to love. And uh, I'm just <laughs> saying words on a podcast. Okay. <laughs> All right, brother. At okay, this point, I think we, we already lost like 99% of the viewers. I think the only one listening is uh, our friend from Basel. Right. She's, she, she likes it. She's watching it and laughing. Uh, yeah. And people are looking at her. Let's talk about let's talk about last Friday, dude. What happened last Friday? So last Friday was your birthday show. Yeah, dude. Uh, it was a good show. It was a great show. I think I think it was very fun. It was such a fun night, uh, really. Uh, it was in Baez uh, Bar. 
B-O-I? B-I? B-I bar? B-I bar. Uh, yeah, it's a very small bar in the center of Zurich, in the old city center called Inderdorf. And uh, the people who run the bar are absolutely lovely. They're very nice, and they let us do the show there. Yeah, the uh, Chris has been running open mics there every Wednesday for last... Chris Darva, yeah. Chris Darva for the last uh, few months. Mm. And they really enjoy the Wednesday nights. And yeah, they they said it's fine for you to host a birthday party a show. A birthday show there, man. On Friday. It, it was, was the best thing. I, I It was my first time writing proper roast jokes. I have never done that before. Like, I... I, I improvise the roast on Michele's birthday. Yeah. But it sucked. Yeah, it yeah, yeah it was like two weeks prior and uh, yeah. some of your improvised jokes were actually good. <laughs> I just called him pedophile all the time. <laughs> <laughs> in in many creative ways you did that. So Yeah, yeah, so it was end. quite funny. <laughs> uh yeah, it's, it was not a show for the for the l- low age humans is that how you call kids now and th- is that a proper way to refer to kids you cannot say kids you should say like uh not well-lived humans uh yeah agely disabled <laughs> agely disabled is good <laughs> agely disabled is pretty good dude yeah i feel like i'm agely disabled already <laughs> at 35 i think i feel like that yeah you're on the other side of the agely disability uh, yeah yeah you see Harry that say that they call us ageists. Mm. He has a whole bit about that saying that like people hate old people. Right. Uh, and he doesn't realize it is just him. <laughs> 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 we love old people except uh, 50-year-old man from Britain. Yeah, who wants to be a comedy daddy. Uh, oh, what a guy, what a guy. We'll bring him on the podcast soon. Now we finally had a setup to have more guests. We can have up to four guests. Yeah, we have all the mics now and uh, given to us by one of the roasters at your birthday show. Chris Breaker, another great friend of mine. So yeah, this is the thing, like um, for the people who are listening and are not in Switzerland and couldn't come to the show, the show was really fun. We had two hours of comedy. Chris Darva the, is Australian beautiful man, also known as Chris Darva. Uh <laughs> If I look as good as Chris Darva, I would have AIDS by now. Uh, yeah. This is my opening joke. Right. F- with him. Because he's a very good looking man and also has a heart of gold. Mm, yeah. As everybody who did the show. So the show was Wukash, Chris Breaker, Harry Fox, my casa, Michele, and Chris Darva hosted and then me. So literally my favorite people in the whole world just came and, and did a set and it was it was the best gift you guys could give me because i'm not paying anybody yeah giving uh, i mean it's not about paying oh this show was uh, just for fun. for fun and it was so good like everybody killed like the guys did so well everybody did so well people were so happy there was no pressure there was a crowd of about 25 people Right. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of friends, and uh, Chris was embarrassing me because there were some de- some girls I dated there, <coughs> and uh, and yeah. apparently that was really funny. I was roasting you, <laughs> and I I feel like the roast jokes I roast for you were one of the best. Right. Uh, <laughs> they were good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. They made me go home and then cry, you know, no, from all the roasting really. I got from you. No, yeah. really. No, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, I think my favorite roast joke was the one I said, like, Ukash only flirts with girls that I'm either sleeping with or I have slept with. Right. Which made his interactions with his sister very awkward. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great joke. Okay. And then you asked the girls to make a whoop and... Uh, Yeah. There were at I thought at least three. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Whooping. But one you. of them I don't know. Uh did you slept with? <laughs> no, I didn't sleep with anybody. No, no. No, no, no. I, it's just I don't do that. I'm a I'm a celibate. I'm a straight edge. Yeah, and I'm so surprised because I thought I haven't uh, uh, flirted with any of these girls. So, there we go. Are we <laughs> lying now? Is it time to start lying? Is that what you're doing today? Today's episode is Wukash lies for the yeah. first time. Uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, man. I just like flirting sometimes. <laughs> uh, yeah? Oh, yeah? And you like sleeping with girls sometimes. No, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I'll never do that, man. I think if a girl okay. sees me naked, I cry. Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, it's it's a great joke. It's it's so funny. Um, the yeah. You know what else is funny? Uh, yeah. When you talk to your grandma, because uh, that was the tag. <laughs> Yeah, but I also wrote some uh, roast jokes. Uh, Do you remember and I was one happy. you liked? And I was happy how it went. Uh, wait, what did I do? One joke about you that I made is that uh, your great story storytelling comes from partially from your grandmother. That is true. My grandmother taught me like how to tell stories. She's really good at that. Yeah, she's great. Mm -hmm. She told me she's the funniest person. She's one of the funniest person I've ever met. Yeah. Yeah. And and my joke was like, yeah, because of your grandmother, uh, mainly because she had so many kids. So now you have so many cousins. Which is also a funny joke because I did fuck one of my cousins by accident. That is true. Right. That's the story that you were telling. And also people were mentioning this story uh, already. Chris, I think during yeah. his. Uh, Apparently the, the cousin fucking was the theme of the night on my birthday. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, I guess it's one of those stories or jokes that really stick with people uh, when they hear well. this story. <laughs> so anyway, my joke is like this. N not only did the cousins uh, taught you your first erotic experiences, mm -hmm. uh, but also they taught you how to read from their lips. Oh my god! And then yeah. I was doing. Uh, and and like, I remember I that know. the crowd was really hot because they laughed at that. <laughs> <laughs> because I was also doing some mimicking of what actually, they had to read. Actually, you know what? Oh my god! Just you putting know what? my tongue out. Yeah. You know what? Look at this. Wait. Okay, Richard is gonna show us something for all of those not seeing things. Oh wait, you have the you have the whole roast. Okay. Uh, for the audio listeners, I just went around and I got all the the, the roast jokes that I wrote for for our, my dear friends, and um, I'm not gonna do all of them. I'm not gonna do any of them. No. I'm just you gonna do the do ones one. on you. Okay, but you did the the good one. It's funny because I only have two on you, man. Because I love you so much. 
Right. Yeah, I have so this I one that I go, Lucas tries to pretend to be dumb and somehow he always succeeds. Ha 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 ha. He's a deeply closeted smart man. <laughs> he's not smart, but he's deeply closeted for sure. Yeah, but why are you saying I'm deeply closeted smart? Because you I'm pretend to be dumb. I'm just deeply closeted gay man. <laughs> oh shit. Alright, that wasn't that wasn't very good. <laughs> And then the other one was really good. The other one, yeah, you just said. The before. other one was really good. There is another one which uh, with Christian Breaker, which if you don't know Christian Breaker, then the joke's not funny, because Christian got fired last week, and the company said that he was redundant. By redundant, they meant fat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. His job wasn't redundant. His comedy is. <laughs> <laughs> Roasted, roasted. Yeah, that's really bad. Uh, so this is my first time ever writing roast jokes. I have never done this before. Uh, we're gonna have Harry on the podcast, and that's gonna be a very nice thing. Harry Fox, Mr. Fox is a very fun guy. And Mr. Fox, I wrote a nice one for him. I said, how do you get Harry to tell you his most dark and secret sexist thoughts? How? You say hi to him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Harry is very opinionated man, and we love him very much. And very open about his sexual preferences. And at least with me, uh, <laughs> I didn't even have to say hi to him. Mm. <laughs> I you just know, smiled a bit, and uh, that was clearly enough for him to be like hate women. <laughs> uh, it's not a preference; it's a way of life. <laughs> <laughs> I think Harry yeah, that is basically Harry's the is the is exactly what I imagine what every redditor becomes once they get old. <laughs> yeah. Just bald. Yeah. Just bald. And angry. Yeah. Okay, I, I also wrote a roast uh, for Harry. Yeah. So yeah. Uh yeah, I also did my roast uh, roasting set. I had roast for everyone. And uh, and it worked quite well. I was happy. Indeed. And uh, for Harry, uh, one roast was like this. So Harry wants to become a comedy daddy for people in Zurich. True. Which makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, uh, he has experience. He already has two kids, so he knows what kind of mistakes he can keep repeating. <laughs> That's good. Roasting. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Uh, like uh, I was talking to a friend of mine. He's a very smart man. And he's um, a professor in uh, in the University of Science at the College of Logic. <laughs> no, no, no. He's a professor in France, and uh, and he was like, "I put on your podcast, I listen to it, and I wonder why am I doing that, <laughs> but I can't stop." And I was like, "Exactly, that's the vibe that we're gonna go for." <laughs> so I think. For him, we should start giving, like, uh, making this podcast useful. We should talk about important stuff. Okay, like, what jokes we did at your birthday show. Yeah, that's <laughs> very important. That's <laughs> very useful material. No, no, no. We should talk about, um, we should talk about my grandma. Yeah. Do you have a funny grandma? I, I have a fun grandma. She's not uh, very funny. Not as funny as uh, the stories that you are saying. Is she S alive? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. You have both grandmas? Yeah, I have both grandmas. And grandpa? And one grandfather. 
All right, that's nice. And uh, yeah, he's actually now, he's actually now six. So I just was talking to him yesterday. I'm gonna call him tomorrow as well. Uh, oh, yeah, so some man. tough times. Yeah, at some point I might I might visit them later in February. Um, yeah, but uh, tell me the story about your grandmother. My your grandma has a grandma. million stories. Like she, she's such a funny lady. First of all we didn't know for the longest time what was her real age and she wouldn't tell anybody and we just didn't know we had like we had an idea but it was like it was either that or five five or four years younger or older it was her age plus minus seven plus minus four we had no clue and uh what he did she did is that brazil is a wild country my grandma had her first kid she was 15 Mm-hmm. Which means she married at fourteen. Well, yeah. What? Yeah, she married the farm in the no man's land, man. Brazil, Brazil in the fifties, forties, fifties. There's no rules. There's no fucking laws, and there's not somebody that's going like this is clearly wrong. It's just like okay, she, she had her period. She's ready. Right. It was literally like the old times. It was fucked up. It was the old times. Come on, it was the fifties. Yeah, but the fifties in Europe, you guys were like hanged up on racism, not the uh, the other stuff. Oh wait, you still. Uh, <laughs> what was going on? In like? Poland, they didn't know other races exist at the time, so. It because they didn't know other races. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, my no, grandma. Yeah, your grandma. But so she's now almost 90. She's 86. Okay. Like now we know for real. Because what happened was, first of all, her father would wait for a batch of kids to be born to put them on the carriage and like uh, bring them to the city and then register them all on the same day. So my grandma and other three of her sisters have the same birthday and the same year. And one of them was four years old. And we don't know which one my grandma was. She was the youngest. She was somewhere in between. Okay. And he registered at the date of the youngest. So there was a kid that was four years old. And on his on her certificate said one. Or zero. zero. Yeah, something like that. Because I think not zero because the guy wouldn't allow them because they were already yeah. kids. In Brazil, yeah. yeah. You, you start counting with one. So Yeah, they're not programmers. <laughs> at that time there was no no they coding are, yeah they are farmers so first is the first yeah. uh, pig that you my grandma had have. 17 16 brothers and sisters 16 well 16 yeah because if you start having kids at 14 like her grandma my great grandma then you can just there's nothing to do on the farm except for reproduce and my grand, my great grandfather is like the more kids we have the least I have to work on the farm right because she kids. put the kids to work. Yeah. Yeah. And this is really f- weird, but it's true. My great grandma is native from Brazil. Okay. She's like um Brazilian Brazilian Tupi, from Tupi Tupi Guarani, yeah. And my uh, and my great grandfather, uh, we don't know. We don't know his heritage. We don't know where he comes from. Okay. And there's the same about my grandma, my grandfather from that married my grandma. We don't know where he comes from. We just know he's white. <laughs> so it's like, it could be anything. 
You could be a mix of Portuguese, Italian, could be Spanish, and yeah. we don't fucking know. Anything that is white, maybe it's a Polish. piece of paper. Uh, <laughs> or maybe it's a milk. wall in your flat, because maybe it's also it's white. Yeah, I'm not... Milk, not. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is your grandfather milk? Uh, okay, how much longer can I be milking this one? No. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she'd ever have started, but that's good. Yeah, yeah. Let's go back to your story. So, yeah, your grandfather is Polish. We got that uh, right. because he's white. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Yeah. He could be Jewish for all I know. <laughs> 23 and me. I'm not gonna do 23 and me, man. I don't want the fucking big companies to have my DNA, dude. No? No, because, like, imagine if one day they're like, they pass a law that insurance companies can look at your at your DNA to decide how much insurance your insurance costs. And then, like, because they can look and then figure it out, like, which propensities to certain diseases you have and then adjust your fucking a premium based on that that would be fucking crazy and i don't think we're far from that right but uh, what what would be the flip side to that uh, if you would know that maybe you are uh, prone to some to get some disease the good no? side of it is that is that like you can get that and then you can figure it out like okay i am uh, i have propensity towards this this and that and then you can like start treating onset or like change your diet, change your lifestyle to not to avoid certain things. It's very like it's very interesting because in my family we don't have a history of a lot of diseases actually, from any side. Apart from AIDS. <laughs> yeah, but then I brought this in. It's a different thing, you know. Like started on my generation. But don't worry, people. I got AIDS twice, so it cancels it out, right? Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, one <laughs> virus kills the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Treated by a cousin on a horse. <laughs> 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 That's the Brazilian treatment. I love horses. Yeah, yeah dude. So it's, imagine that shit. Imagine that. Like, because my grandfather had the fake surname. Yeah. Because he had a second family on another state with the, his real surname. So he had two families. Yeah, and they didn't know about surnames. each other. Yeah. Yes. So my surname... It's a first name because my grandfather came up with it. Cunha is a first No, not Cunha. Cunha is from my father's side. The okay. second. Because I have two surnames. Okay. But we What's don't want to say it on the podcast. No? No. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a private matter. Yeah. If they know me, they know me. It's okay. Okay. Clearly, I don't know you. Yeah. You know I have two surnames. Shut the fuck up. Mr. Richie. <laughs> Let's say it's Bruno. Bruno. Richard Bruno yeah, Cunha. It's, it's yeah. the Japanese version. Yeah, yeah. And then it's Bruno. Bruno. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so we couldn't we couldn't also follow his legacy. Let's put it that way. Okay, so he had two different families. And are you getting along with his other family? Yeah, now we're all friends. After he died, we find out. Only after you... Only after he after died, we find out. Yeah? They had a second family. Okay. Yeah. And this then is there where, was a where you had the reunion with, with, with my cousin with that cousin. I didn't know it was my cousin. Did mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, but if it's such a faraway cousin, then... Uh, is, it, it, is he far away? We have the same grandpa. I don't know if that's that far away. Okay, that's not that far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. But it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's all good. She already has kids. And uh, 
this story is not real. You okay? It's a made up story. For the for for sake of uh for legal reasons, this is all implied. This is all like allegedly. Yeah, allegedly uh, this was uh, a joke. Uh, also because I may translate this fucking podcast in Portuguese and that's gonna become a mess in the family. Yeah, Wukas is dying. I'm dying. I, I have a runny nose since, I don't know, yesterday night, today morning. Is it because you, you stayed until 5.30 a.m. after my birthday hanging out with the bar people? <laughs> yeah, it was it was a fun night. Yeah. I haven't partied in such a long time. And at your birthday party, it was so wild. We were dancing outside uh, in the... Yeah, alley of the old town uh, of Zurich, uh, which was seemed a bit surreal because also some people were just passing by and joining in the party. Yeah, yeah, just everyone dancing in the streets. I wouldn't <coughs> expect such a thing to be happening in yeah. February in Zurich. Yeah, so. I'm in a city known for the street parade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, which is not in February. <laughs> well, what is that? This is not. Oh, this is not allowed. Uh, this is uh, the street parade is supposed to be on summer. Yeah. And they go like, okay, we're gonna join anyway. Yeah, and I was surprised that the that they would, yeah, put the speaker outside of the of the building and just blast the music outside. Uh, it yeah. was very loud. Yeah. Till 12, maybe? No, till 11 something? Yeah, it was close to 1, actually, or when we went inside. Yeah, yeah, right? It was past 12, yeah. So... Uh, pretty good. Yeah. Was no police involved. It's pretty nice. No. But there was some chase, actually, after you left. Uh, what do you one mean? One guy was just running away, uh, and then soon afterwards, like, a police car went through the alley as well and uh, chasing and him chasing him yeah, yeah but then they had to stop because there was a pole like they couldn't go any further so they had to reverse the car no yeah and uh, and one policeman on foot was just running after him i have no idea if they caught the guy or not most likely not yeah maybe not that is cool man zurich action look at that yeah there was action going on the first time i moved so when I moved to Zurich, I moved to Alstetten. It's a neighborhood um, a little bit outside. And um, I moved into an, uh, an apartment building that smelled like weed from the first to the last floor. Every single floor smelled like weed. So I imagine like everybody smoked weed there. So I moved in after a week that I'm there. I still don't have all the furniture in. You know, I'm still having stuff from Ikea and so on. Then uh, uh, somebody knocked on the door like, 10 p.m. and I go what this is this is so cool my neighbors are coming to say hi right <laughs> or like to sell me weed or something I thought then I look through the door and it was a very attractive police officer lady she was so hot dude it was like stupid she was like a mo she looked like a model she was really pretty Right. So I opened the door really quick and I was like, hi. And then I instantly started talking to this police officer going like, and she goes like, hey, um, do you know this person? And then say some Spanish name, Carlito Manequio from the third floor. I'm like, actually, I just moved in here. You know, I just arrived in the city a week ago and I'm trying to know the city. You seem to be traveling a lot around. Can you like... <laughs> 
So you are hitting I, on the police. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I start like I I start like I, I put my phone on the side, I put fuck the police, come straight because you know <laughs> Yeah, just to, to have the bonding moment, yes. Yeah, like, act on her subconscious. Of course yeah. I didn't, but I, I flirted with her instantly. I was like, Yeah, and I just arrived here, you know, and I'm looking for somebody to show me the city and show me around. And then in the middle of the conversation, she realized, oh, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> you <And> realize? Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, okay. Is there any other information I could give you? And then she was getting into it. And she goes like, ah, oh, no, actually, uh, no, no, it's all good. And, uh, and I say, okay, <laughs> this is my you. number. Call me if you heard yeah. about the, the Spanish guy from yeah. above. And wink, she wink. Gave, she gave me her number. Wow, okay. Yeah, so it was 911. <laughs> <laughs> hey, comedy podcast. Like the old on the underground. <laughs> I'm very good at rapping mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. lyrics uh, that don't make sense. And this is something that I, I should be studying. Why every police officer in Switzerland is attractive? True. Like, actually, the one uh, driving the car, she was also attractive. No, also the guys, dude. Everybody fucking hot. so hot. Mm. And I don't understand, like, arrest me, I guess. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I don't give a fuck. I give up. Do they do they have a selection that, that, that like, there's a guy going like, ah, you're a six out of ten. You're not joining the force. If we only get eights above. <laughs> you know, like, the, there's a physical test is actually a modeling. Like, uh, they have a catwalk, and then the police have to dress on their attire and then walk around to look pretty. Uh, the police academy is just a fashion show. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. But my impression is that uh, people are more pretty here than anywhere else. And m where I base this on is that... When I travel to Poland or to some other country and then I'm doing swiping there on the online apps, mm. I'm getting way more matches than I do here. So Wait I a minute. That that doesn't mean a lot. That just means that they have lower standards. That doesn't mean <laughs> that they're like less pretty. It's just their standards are lower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People's standards are way higher here. Also when they are hiring for police police because I think that's the highest standards because they're so hot. All the police people. Like the police I, I couldn't be I couldn't believe it. Everyone you don't have like fat policemen like the standard, you know, like chubby donut eating policemen. I have never seen in Switzerland. That's interesting. I'm wondering how conscious this is, uh really hire uh, attractive people uh, i imagine it's easier for attractive people to diffuse the situation also to get more information because that police officer she asked me anything i'll tell her right oh she's yeah. like is the guy on the third floor selling weed i'm like yes <laughs> yes they sell a lot and i have some if you want like you know want to join the I said, oh, you have some i was like yeah yeah she's like how much and then like she could ask me anything and i'll tell her yeah, yeah. I'll tell her my bank account. Whatever. She was so hot. She was so hot, and I and it was my first week here. And then I and then like, then I was I forgot about it. Ah, then I went in 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 fucking Auerstetten. That is an island that's called Verdinzel in Zurich. It's not an island. It's just like, it is an island because there's two rivers. The rivers bif bifurcate and then go around it. So the island has like a vagina shape. It's a uh, and the tip of the vagina, like where where the clitoris would be, 
Okay. You know. C could you draw this for me? <laughs> <laughs> I yet have to see it. Okay. I'm in this part of the island. Right. <laughs> where the, where the clitoris would be is a normal bath that like people can go and just shower and like it's always wet. It's very nice. Oh, that's not the way I will. And there's even a restaurant it. you can eat there. You should eat there. I should eat there? Yeah, at Verdinzel, at the tip. D yeah. This and I'm a little bit more familiar with, I eh, have to say. I'm not sure. <laughs> so <laughs> if you I read I read stories about it, okay? Yeah. Around <laughs> around the island, there are like these two flaps. I mean, like they're roads, but you can call them flaps, I don't care. You know, whatever floats your boat, because there's two weavers around. Uh, I don't know how much you can go on with this shit joke, but I'm gonna keep going. I'm not gonna stop that. And then, like, in the place where the, there's another island that is around, right under it, and there's a little patch of land in between called Perinho. No, I'm just kidding. So the, the other side, the other end, not one that the clitoris is, the other one, it's a nudist. It's a nudist area. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah. It and means, yeah, uh, let me explain. So please. nudist area is an area where you are fine to not wear any clothes. And exactly. feeling comfortable, and it should be a safe space mm -hmm. that everyone. It's not. It's not. No, apparently it's a very hot gay hookup area. So How do I find it again? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, easy. First, you have to find the vagina of Zurich called Verdinzel. So okay, no. that's, so that's the first know. hurdle for me. Right, I didn't know. So summer came over. I took a book and I go. I'm gonna go read some under some tree to see if something hit my head and I get a better idea for my job because you know, I was working as a as a researcher. So I took some papers. I took a book and then like uh, my my little sandwich, and then I I know that one end of the island full of people, a lot of activity. I went to the other end where there's just trees and like this nice river beaches that you can just chill. So I sit down by a tree, fully clothed, because I didn't realize that I just walked by the sign with a naked butt on it. I sit down to read my book, mm. and I'm reading, and I look up and I say, oh, a butt. <laughs> I look again, and there is a dick right on top. There's a guy standing there, In naked, you, yeah. and I'm sitting, so his penis is right on my face, and I go, brother, uh... What's going on? And he goes, oh, this artist is actually nudist. I don't mind that you're dressed, but there are some people who would. So I just hope you understand. And I'm like, sure, I'm going to go read my book over there. Uh, <laughs> thanks for telling me. And he goes, hi, you're welcome. <laughs> and then walk away. <laughs> it was like, I was in the nudist beach of Zurich and I didn't even realize. Wow. And, and then you really got nice. completely naked and then no, you didn't. started reading the book to I the need, boys. I'm self-conscious about my body, though. Are you? Yeah. Who isn't? Uh, I I like being naked. I don't mind. No, that's such a surprise. Nobody would ever guess. Yeah. The guy who takes his shirt off on every open mic that he can. <laughs> <laughs> no, just... No, I never took my shirt off. I mean, uh, one time almost, yeah. Someone shouted, take your shirt off. Uh, yeah, it was hairy. It, okay, was hairy. it was hairy. Yeah, yeah. We we had it planned. Okay, uh, no kidding. But uh, okay, yeah. But I did unzip my whatever. Yeah. No, it was it was a, it wasn't value. it wasn't like awkward at all, except that his junk was really blocking the sun, literally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and then uh, it was very nice I, and i got to know that uh, that's a naked part and then i just sit on other parts of the park it was very nice and i loved living there it was really cool except mm -hmm. for the weed smell it was a bit too strong right but the good, annoying. the good part sounds about this uh, nudist part of the island is that you don't need uh, you know parasol uh, kind of umbrella to block the light because you have yeah, a guy balls. that is there's uh, a guy who just who's gonna <laughs> who's gonna use his equipment to, to block the, the light for you yeah 100%. yeah yeah if you know what i mean <laughs> can we do this kind of jokes on this podcast i don't know if this is a joke even <laughs> but uh, yeah i think this is supposed to be whatever the hell we want man <laughs> anti-joking everyone yeah I had the in Japan. I had a very cool experience on the um, on the onsen on this bath that they had there. I you went really to Japan. Yeah, dude, it was one of the best trips of my life. Really changed my life. It was the first big change in my life was Japan. The second has been comedy. Well, okay. Japan was really Japan? a mark in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been there? No. No. I haven't been. I yeah. I don't even know if I want to visit. I feel like I visited all the places I want to visit already, which is your flat, uh, Poland, <laughs> Poland. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. And I'm going to Tenerife on Thursday. Uh, yeah. But uh, for my par uh, for my friend's uh, wedding. So. All right. For the sake of podcast, can you ask me about my experience in Japan? I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, tell me more about Japan. <laughs> I was gonna ask you, but then you are doing this weird thing when you are saying something and then you ask me a question and you actually don't want me to answer the question. I you don't want you to answer the question. By the way, this is also when we do couples therapy. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are be like, on the comment, be like, okay, so Wukash, how does he make it feel when Richard asks a question that he knows the answer? <laughs> Yeah, well, I've been saying this note to, uh, yeah, I, I thought, I hope it's just entertaining, just analyzing what you're doing. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, okay, yeah, how, how did you like Japan? Uh, <laughs> it's such a cool place, I've heard. Oh, I really want to visit Japan, actually. You don't, you just I have that. a friend visiting, oh, she was telling fake. me about this, actually, uh, how cool of an experience it was. But uh, you don't have to be fake. Come it's, on. Uh, yeah, let's make it as one of these fake things that I say I like. Uh, you know, that yeah, we like talked about at our previous yeah, podcast. No, no things you don't you like. Yeah, so I really like hearing people's stories from Japan. So you actually this don't? is true. No, come on. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, yeah. But Japan is very different from what I heard. Like uh, the the culture and the organization and uh, many things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's a weird place in a way. Yeah. I think every place is weird in their own way. But mm. uh, for a Western culture, maybe it's 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 a very I think, specific. I think what is so fascinating about that place is that every place that uh, so imagine a video game, you can just reskin things. So like if you take Zurich and you remove the money and the and the safety and cleanliness then you have berlin a small version of berlin yeah you see what i mean it's just a risking like it's the same place you just like change the sliders but like poland what it is you take any place in europe make it more depressing gray 
remove the pretty buildings and that you get pollen yeah you know like it, but it's the same under like underlying is the same kind of culture play feels the same you know what i mean you know you yeah, don't go yeah, you true. don't leave zurich go to prague and think holy shit this is a completely different experience i feel completely different no nobody speaks the language that you do anyway you're just hanging around the cities the, the, the places are cute you have gothic architecture you have like uh you know it's, it's very similar in that sense yeah you have churches uh, church blonde people beer a lot of beer a lot of beer and then actually uh, even more beer if you and a little Republic. bit more exactly yeah. i like that's why like italy sometimes if you go to sardinia or sicily or like naples it feels so special because it is pretty unique when you walk through like a temple that is 2000 years old and you're walking around and you do feel transported to a different world exactly and also you have less beer and there, there you have less beer but you have lost pasta so it changes stuff i'm just and saying wine. Yeah. yeah i'm just saying japan doesn't feel like a modified version of a place you've been it feels like a completely new place when you go there okay. so you have this this literally you feel like you get transported to a new world instead of just feeling like you're just traveling that's how i felt because i had experiences there that i could never reproduce anywhere in europe I could never reproduce anywhere in Brazil and I could only have it because I was in Japan because it was very unique to that place and it's very unlikely to reproduce so that I it's I've really valued that is it very unlikely to reproduce yeah okay do you have problem with the sperm count or <sighs> can we do this kind of jokes reproduction jokes oh. by the way people if you want to see more of uka she's gonna be tonight at the open mic at contiki yeah tonight i'm doing two shows at contiki so come and see me <laughs> ahmed put me to close both shows so there we go <laughs> i'm a headliner oh i saw this meme <laughs> close the open mic once yeah now i feel like a headliner <laughs> exactly Closing an open mic, so I'm a headliner now. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's hard to reproduce. So it's so different. That I don't think you it's know, hard to reproduce. I think it's just it's you just can't. Yeah, it's a completely different. You can thing. only what is what is completely different then to all the things that you cannot. It's really hard to pinpoint, but I think, I think just the flow of things just the way people move the way that the food goes the way like just the day-to-day -day life because i stayed there long enough that i could partake on the day-to-day -day life of people and um i went to a, i took a bicycle and went towards like some mountain around kyoto and i found a random temple with a door open and i just i literally just let brownian motion bring me to the next place Yeah. I just got randomly like, ah, I like this road more than this one. And I literally just let my, like, whatever go. I, you know, I'll pedal until I get tired and then find the tempo and go in. So I got, I went to like this, this, um, uh, unpaved road with a bicycle that was a road used by, by woodworkers, okay. but they had, they had like the sign of temple. And I thought, oh, maybe there's a temple at the end of this road. And indeed there was a temple on the end of this road. And it turns out it was a very nice temple. 
and really beautiful. And like you can't see where it is on Google Maps, but it's very small on the Google Maps because there's no roads. You can only go there by hiking or, or going on this road. But you were cycling in the mountains. You must have been fit or... Yeah, yeah, I was much fitter. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, I wasn't fat as I am now. So I just cycle up. Okay. And then, like, at a certain point, it becomes hard to cycle. A lot of basically, I let the bike down. And I walk to this temple. Every single door was open. There was just a few monks there. They saw me, acknowledged me, and continued with their work like nothing was happening. And I literally felt like I was sort of some sort of a ghost in a separated world because people just they were just there just going on with their fucking lives yeah and they just thought that oh, this guy came for whatever yeah. so i sat in front of this like beautiful altar mm -hmm. and before i realized i was like in deep meditation which i can only consider think of as a praying mm -hmm. i literally was brought to pray by the environment I just sat down, hear the, the frogs croaking, the wind shaking the, the, the trees, saw the monks like collecting leaves, and the guy would take some leaves and not take other. And I noticed that he was choosing which leaves to leave on the garden to make the garden look better. It was crazy. And Whoa. I stayed there for a few hours, didn't say a word. They didn't say a word to me. On the way out, I bowed my head, took the bicycle and went back. And it was like, what the fuck just happened yeah. i literally turned my brain off dude it was the first time that i felt like there was no thoughts rushing into my brain i didn't want to think about anything and uh it was a very interesting time of in my life in which i just finished my paper of the university and i gave myself a break after years i was like i don't care there was no one there so i didn't feel like i need to take care of anybody Dude, it was one of the best things that ever happened to me. It was so fun. Sounds great. This meditative experience uh, yeah. by just uh, you being there, like the environment kind of made you reach this state of calmness. Uh. Also being tired. Mm. Because then I was physically tired from the bicycle. Yeah. So I didn't have too much energy. I wasn't hungry. I wasn't thirsty. I was just there. Yeah, you were just there. You were being as you, it's supposed to be. You were just being. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, wow. It was fucking magical, dude. It was so good. I cried. Whoa. Like, with, d from nothing. Just by sitting down with the eyes closed, listening to the frogs and things. It's just like tears run down my eyes. It was it was really magical. It was really special. You w and it wasn't the only special experience I had in Japan. I had many. But this was the one that really marked, like, oh, shit, I need to take care of myself. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was really nice. Yeah. So it was also eye-opening, even if you had your eyes closed and you were crying. Even if they're Japanese. <laughs> 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 and also, you mentioned that, yeah, they just noticed you, they thought uh, you were a ghost. So it's true what they say, that, uh, you know, they do believe in white ghosts. And they thought you were just one oh of them. Oh my god, are you gonna destroy this beautiful moment with this shit joke? I want to come with like comic relief to your beautiful like story. Comic relief! <laughs> I don't know. I thought this podcast is supposed to be funny. So no, I'm this trying. podcast is supposed to be us having fun. <laughs> okay, let's you, go you back. You shouldn't be forced to okay. do anything. Here, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I shouldn't be forced. I should 
speak more. I should make jokes. I should no, make you conversations. Should not. You should not. But uh, for sure, I shouldn't ruin the beautiful moment of <laughs> contemplation that Richard had in the mountains in Japan. I am Japan. ashamed of myself right now. It's, uh, I it's am ashamed of yeah, myself. I would like to I take a sh small, short moment to appreciate the beautiful story about Japan that Richard was kind enough to share with us. I'm sorry. Richard, thank you for your generosity and I really appreciate Can you. Can we stop now? Can we stop <laughs> with the fucking sarcasm now? Is it enough? Can we talk like real people now? Uh, uh, but I'm having fun in this way. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you. I'm not. <laughs> uh, I wonder okay, no, but it's. Uh, I mean, it's great. Like uh, that's also like how I how I talk to people. Like kind of make fun of uh, of the of some weird stories. No, uh, I hang out with you. I know how you talk <laughs> to people. <laughs> I don't talk like this. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. So it was really cool. I I can only recommend. Mm. I can mm. only recommend, man. Some some experience just stick with you. Yeah, for sure. But uh, like what uh, caught my attention in your story is that you kind of went off road, you know, just uh, saying, hey, I'm going to explore, you know, without looking on the phone mm. or, you know, just uh, mm. feels like I should be going this way. And then you go. Oh, you're uh, absolutely right. That's another thing. Yeah. I had like um, a Wi-Fi repeater that was on my backpack. All right. Right. Because I did my phone didn't have Wi-Fi there and I had a Wi-Fi repeater. And my phone would connect to the Wi-Fi because they have like... You could get some special... Uh, no, you can get like a Japanese SIM card, SIM card there. Yeah. And then the, the lady on the Airbnb gave me that so that I didn't have to buy a, a Japanese SIM card. Yeah, okay. You can just travel with this uh, remote yeah. uh, yeah. Wi-Fi. Uh, the problem router. is that this thing sucks the battery off. So my phone was down. Okay, well, yeah. So, so I had no... Have no, I had like a piece of paper written with the like which roads i should take to go back home so i also had to show people and people would show me the map on the way back so it was legit i had no phone i had so i have no pictures of these i have nothing i can't because my phone was dead i had no ele nothing electronic i had a bottle of water and a sandwich not sandwich i had only yiri, yiri? like rice cake. What's that? rice cake okay. this was 2017 yeah yiri is a cake rice cake Yiri? Uh, I thought that was the name of the rice cake. Isn't it onigiri? What? N what? Yeah, I didn't hear what you said. Nigiri. Onigiri. Onigiri. Okay, editor, don't put it. Uh, <laughs> don't put it because you will forget. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm just talking to myself in the future. Uh, <laughs> everyone else, check it out. <laughs> onigiri, I think. Uh, onigiri. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Reminds me of a different word. Anyway, <laughs> let's not go there because you don't you hate the jokes. <laughs> and Come the words on, that are you gonna shouldn't. be like this? Are you gonna be bothered the rest of the episode? Uh, no, I'm, I'm just making, I'm just trying to be funny. Okay. <laughs> okay. No sense. Okay. So that that's the end of this story. Yeah. That's the end of the yeah. story. Yeah. No, but uh, so. I like I had these moments. I had one uh, experience where I went uh, and also kind of didn't plan much. And mm -hmm. uh, and I love these moments when I decide when I'm in a new place mm -hmm. and I'm just like, OK, like I will just wander just around. Go. Yeah. 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 Let's go. Let's see. Let's experience. And that's I think the best. Yeah. Usually leads to like really cool experiences because right. you stumble upon something you wouldn't normally go to. 
You know what's yeah. a great place to do that? Tell Venice. Me. Yeah? Yeah, because you can't get lost. The island is too small for you to get lost. Okay. The worst case scenario, just go back where you came from. You know, you can't get lost. You can't end up in a bad neighborhood. You can't not know how to get back to your place. It doesn't matter. It's so small and it's so wonderful and has so many beautiful things per square meter that the worst case scenario is find, you find Leonardo da Vinci Museum. You know, <laughs> like, oh, what's supposed to happen? Here? Oh, yeah. And then you, I mean, okay, the worst case scenario, you end up in the ghetto. Uh, but then it's okay. The real ghetto where they put the Jewish people. It was, it, it's like also very interesting right. because uh, their houses look very different and it's super cool and it's within Venice it's beautiful wow wow sounds great so I have an experience of being uh, kind of yeah without plants in Italy so mm. also it was 2017 I believe I was like half a year after a breakup which was very painful for me and I really uh, when you had a girlfriend Yeah, I had a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, really heterosexual. <laughs> one of my jokes. Okay, so, yeah, and I, I wanted to go to this meditation mm -hmm. uh, thing called Vipassana. Oh, fuck yeah, I remember that, yeah. It so it's like 10 days of just meditation. You are meditating 10 hours per day. You are not supposed to talk to anyone. Every Every evening you have one hour of of kind of guided uh, meditation, not really, uh, just explanation of how the technique works, how you Wait. should meditate, some did philosophy behind it. Did you stay 10 days without talking to anyone? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was But great. Actually, was no talking? No talking to anyone, yeah. It was a great experience. In fact, one time during this trip, uh, like you could go uh, once a day to a teacher and ask them some question that you had. That's talking. So this is talking, yeah. And I was uh, waiting in the queue to for this, and one guy came to me and asked me, hey, are you in the queue? And I was just so pissed that he talked to me, you know, another <laughs> participant. And I didn't answer to him. I just went to, like, someone from the people there, from the, like, uh, teachers or helpers at this camp. Mm. And then uh, they, they, I was like, yeah, he's talking to me. Like, I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> So I yeah so I asked the teacher maybe two or three questions during this camp apart from this like I didn't talk to anyone I was living in one room with a guy we didn't talk at all So but did you talk to yourself like did you did you have like self voice because my inner voice is my outer voice I say when I'm thinking I say stuff You say it out loud mm -hmm. to yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, usually, I don't do that. I very, very rarely talk to myself out loud. So I didn't. Brother, this like is fucking this. crazy. I d I knew you did that, but I didn't know you was 10 days without talking to anyone. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I should send my wife there. I don't have. A <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, it was a great experience because uh, kind of what you told me about reaching this meditative state. So mm -hmm. during the 10 days, like I really mm -hmm. had many like breakthrough moments where i kind of felt oh, okay like I, i figured out this issue or this issue i have from my life or i just i mean when you're meditating you're trying to focus mainly on your breathing and on your body on the sensations but like when you do it for such a long time at least for me like many thoughts come and go and uh, you kind of deal with with them passing by like this is the main point of the meditation is that realizing everything passes so 
you have some thoughts, but mm-hmm. it's gonna go away, you know, like nothing is uh, permanent, uh, you know, everything is changing and uh, and yeah, so many of these thoughts came to my mind and I yeah, I kind of Would you suggest that to them. somebody? Would you say that it is like it's an experience that everybody could benefit of? Doing like a few days of meditation, no talking to anybody, no stimuli, just you and your thoughts. Yeah, I think it's great, and it, it's something that I really needed at the moment. And now I'm t- why I'm talking about this. I feel like maybe I should do it because now, yeah, I was laid off like uh, three weeks ago. I mean, I'm still in the process. Probably next week I will lose access to the office uh, and everything. So yeah, uh, it's there's gonna be a big change in my life. Uh, Damn, man. You know what's not going to change in your life? Yeah, you, being yeah. my friend. Wow, this is so great. And uh, before we go, the the end of this story is like this, that when I went there to do this meditation, mm-hmm. I didn't have a place to stay for the first night before the camp. It was in southern Italy in uh, like a small town yeah. in the mountains. So I thought, okay, like one night I will sleep somewhere and then the next day I would just go to this we small just, town in yeah. the mountain. And I landed there, and at the airport, I'm just uh, having a coffee, waiting for the bus, and I start talking to this lady who also was on the same plane from Prague. I speak a bit uh, Czech because of my half sl- of my Slovak. family is Slovak, yeah. So we are talking, and then we get on the same bus, and sh- we are just going, and she told me, hey uh like uh, i'm staying at this old uh, lady's place you know uh like i go there every summer you know she has a room for me i'm sure she will have a room for you as well you know you can stay give her some yeah that's awesome and so yeah so i st- i stayed there at this old lady Dude, place I that just that. spoke italian and it was so beautiful in the morning, uh, she asked me to pick some trees from uh, from her uh, some f- uh, apricot from Africa. her uh, tree. Yeah, j- so I had to climb the ladder to go on top of garage and just pick. <laughs> and she had a broomstick and she was pointing exactly at the ones I should pick, <laughs> not the <laughs> other ones. Nice. <laughs> so it was such a lovely moment, and nice. then we shared breakfast. The random shit, dude. Random stuff yeah. is great. So if you're randomly came up to this episode it was meant to be yeah it was meant to be and this is what we do in these episodes we talk about uh, our lives about our adventures and i'm just trying to crack some jokes that richard hates (laughs) sometimes i do not all of them most of them most of them i love yeah yeah yeah. we are having good time right Mm -hmm yeah right yeah yeah okay blink twice if you need help Fuck <laughs> you. come on listen to all our listeners thank you so much for hanging out with us your time is very precious for us we really appreciate that yeah it's so great and uh yeah we are brawlish and uh, guess what next week we're gonna have guests yeah exactly next week and a few weeks after maybe we'll have guests because uh yeah, the weekend that we will be recording, there will be many cool people in Zurich. So mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We have the equipment now, so yeah, stick around with our show and listen to the next podcast with our guests. Yeah. We are Brolish. See you in the next one. <laughs> See you in the next one. <laughs> Does it well this ending? Yeah, it is. Very good. Yeah. I think I was having fun this time. Yeah. I was worried.